Hi guys, welcome back to I Literally Have No Clue. I'm your host, Rachel, and we are on episode three, which I was laughing whenever I said it because I was like, when I was thinking about saying it, because I was like, okay, I probably don't need to say what episode I'm on every single episode because it's going to get to the point where it's like episode 56 and I'm not going to want to be like hey guys it's episode 56 so I think this is like my official I'm no longer saying the episodes announcement to you guys I'm just going to be like hey guys welcome to the podcast it's your host Rachel so anyways welcome back to the podcast um I'm so glad to be back with you guys how's everyone feeling I don't know about you but for me this was the week where I did crack Oh my gosh, when I just said that, when I just said that, it sounds like I'm saying I did crack, like crack. But what I'm saying was this was the week that I have cracked. And I, as you can tell by the fact that I even just said that, you're probably like, wow, she's really losing your mind. And to that, I would say, honestly, yeah, I am losing my mind. I feel like I don't like I look around my room. It's so messy which I can clean it and then it's just like messy again and it's messy with just a bunch of winter clothes and I just am going crazy and blah 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 so I'm like freaking out about my room being messy I'm freaking out about the fact that like I really don't know what the future holds I'm not really freaking out about that fact but it's just like an unknown so I feel like uh I'm just kind of starting to be like wait what because I don't know what the future holds I don't know what I'm currently doing. I don't know what I'm even wearing because like all of a sudden the weather's gotten weird. So I'm just kind of having one of those weeks where it's like I'm losing my mind. I don't know if you guys are, but if you are, just know you are like so not alone. And it really like I feel like probably every day it's like I just have to have maybe a good like five to ten minute freak out session just for a second. And then I can just get on with my day. But it's like I have to just assess and like admit and realize to myself that like things are so out of control and I'm like admitting it I'm realizing it but I'm also like okay it's not going to be like this forever so anyway I feel like this was kind of the week though that I um started to kind of lose my mind um it's also the same time when I've realized like it is now seven weeks seven s-e-v-e-n seven count it up one two three four five six seven the seventh week of no longer having smell or taste. And, you know, I'm starting to really adjust. I'm thinking about the fact that, like, life will never look the same. Um, That's really dramatic. I'm not really thinking that. I kind of actually am thinking that hopefully I'm about to round the corner. I was taking zinc supplements. One of my friends suggested that I take zinc supplements. So I've, I've been doing that. I think maybe it's working. I honestly am not really for sure. Um... It's, it's been two weeks of taking them. I, I don't see like the biggest difference, but I'm just like trying to hope that maybe it's because it's only been two weeks. Um, one of my other friends, she, precious Brittany, shout out to you. She, um, made me like a little oil mix of peppermint and then another one of pepper, peppermint and frankincense. And I've been putting the peppermint on my nose and the frankincense and peppermint, I've been spraying it in my mouth at the hopes that maybe that will bring the taste back. Um, and, you know, I'm not really seeing much so far. It has only been a couple days that I've been doing that. But I say I haven't seen much because I have seen a little bit this morning, actually. My mom was like, 
hey, smell this perfume, which normally when she'll say things like that, I'm like, I need you to realize it's been seven weeks of you saying smell this and seven weeks of me saying I simply can't smell anything. Um, But she was like, see if you can smell this perfume. And I couldn't smell the perfume like I normally could. It wasn't like I was smelling the smell. It was the flower bomb scent, if you guys know that. Um, but it's not like I was really smelling flower bomb, but I was smelling something. It wasn't quite the perfume, but I was like, okay, there's like a little touch of something. So I'm still not smelling everything, but I think maybe it could be like a breakthrough. So I'm really just trying to be positive, move positive thinking into the future and just like say it absolutely will happen. Um, another thing that's been good for me to kind of like help with my sanity is I've been taking walks and I have been taking them with my friend Tink who hopefully she will be on an episode, um, in the future, but we've been going on walks. That's also been helping me not really like have such a mental breakdown. Um, and yeah, I mean, things could be a lot worse. So I'm trying to just stay positive, but I just wanted to let you guys know, like in case you are maybe feeling like, okay, I'm having a breakdown, just know you are so not alone. And I'm sure you probably don't think you're alone because everywhere it turns, I feel like I'm hearing commercials like we are in this together. We will get through this together. And that is true, but it's just like, okay, stop. But I'm here to like give you a legit person to person me saying like yeah I'm cracking and so if you are too it's okay I think we all are um but with that I was thinking like okay what can I even talk about on this podcast so I came up with the idea that I'm going to do this new thing called quarantales so it'll be tales from quarantine um and I'm gonna be interviewing people because I feel like I keep talking with my friends and they're all having crazy stories of things that are happening to them in quarantine so I decided that I would start that today so later on in this episode I recorded a session with my precious gal Abby and um, she just has like a, a crazy story of what has happened to her in quarantine so that's exciting if you all are listening and you're like listening to the beginning and you're thinking like what is this a crazy story at first we're just talking we're having like banter back and forth and then at the end she tells her story and it's a crazy story. So you're definitely going to want to listen to it. Um, but yeah, not much since last week, not really much has happened. I said I was going to make those cookies, the Levain bakery cookies. Of course I didn't surprise, surprise. It's like, I'm so bored. I can't even bring myself to do anything. Like I'm just paralyzed with boredom. So I'm thinking this weekend I probably will make the cookies because I just want to make them. And I know I said that last weekend, but this weekend I was thinking, I guess delusionally thinking that I would possibly drive up to New York just to check in, check in on everything. And then I didn't. Um, I like decided against it. So uh, due to that, I feel like once the weekend comes, I'm really going to be like, dang, I miss New York. So maybe I'll make Levain cookies then. They are unbelievably good. So I'll, I'll let you know how the recipe is. But um, also before we get started on the quarantales, I did just want to let you guys know about a show I've been watching. So I it started probably two weeks ago, I guess. Was it two weeks ago? Um, and it's the little limited series that's happening called The Last Dance, all about Michael Jordan's life. I am so 
obsessed. It's so good. And I thought about talking about it last week, but then I was like, no, I'm not going to talk about it. And this week was just so good. And I have so many thoughts that I was like, okay, I absolutely have to talk about it this week because number one, it brings in a variety of listeners. And if there's guys that feel like they're forgotten because they're like, I'm not trying to dye my eyebrows, then this is for you. Or if there's girls that are listening and they want to talk about it, then this is also for you. And then it's also for the people that are wanting to talk to other people who may be talking about the last dance. Like, let's say you're a girl and your boyfriend's talking about the last dance and you're like, dang, I'm just not interested. Number one, you just should be interested because it's so good. And number two, if you aren't interested, I am going to go ahead and give you a recap on today's episode so that the next time they're talking about it, you can kind of like have things to say. So we could be like, dang, I was watching the last dance. You can be like, hey, actually, I'm going to talk about that because Dennis Rodman's so interesting and blah, blah, blah. So you'll just really be equipped with so much, um, so many different points of conversation. So this week, this past week, it was episodes three and four. And the previous week was episodes one and two. Obviously, that's how numbers work. Um, one and two, they were really interesting. I liked it. It was very fascinating to see about Michael Jordan. I feel like also anytime I watch anything on ESPN, like the 30 for 30s, those just catch my eye. Like they're just like what I like to see. I feel like it gives you like the quick hits of everything, um, which is also a funny thing about me trying to have this discussion and like trying to recap everything that's been going on in the last dance because my knowledge of the NBA is pretty slim. I did try to have my own NBA fashion account, which if you're like so desperate and you want to know what it is, I can give you the handle. I haven't posted in like a year, so it's kind of embarrassing, but I was like, you know, they have cool fashion and I love the players, so I'll do it, but I stopped posting. Anyway, if you need the handle, I'll give it to you, but I'm interested in all the stuff that you know, happen in the 30 for 30 videos or the last dance because it's just like those big quick hits. So I'm so pumped. Episodes one and two, you definitely need to go back and watch. I can do a recap. Like, I guess if you call me and you want a recap, I can give you one. Um, but in this episode, I just want to focus on three and four. And the overall main number one takeaway that I need to say, well, there's two. The first one is that, I mean, of course, Michael Jordan just is a star. Like, of course, he's just amazing and so cool. And the fact that like, he just is so just pure like he just I even just think back on episodes one and two when he was like I didn't want to be doing what the other guys were doing like I was here just to play the game and to get better and I'm like you're just such a precious pure man and then the other thing is in three and four it talks about how the Pistons were like beating him up like every single time they'd get on the court he was just like always taking a beating and he still just was like so tried and true and like so sportsmanlike, which I'll get into the sportsmanship aspect of it in a minute, but like he would just get beat up on the court and just walk away and not rile them up. Like he wouldn't give them anything else. Um, and I just think he's like such a stand-up guy. And I'm sure obviously this is a realization that the entire world has come to. And I'm just now coming to that. But like I just love him. Uh he's amazing. The second takeaway I had is that I I'm so obsessed with Dennis Rodman. Like, I just think he's such a character. I think 
this also needs to be said about um my past podcast episode when we were talking about celebrity crushes i failed to mention pete davidson i am like beyond obsessed with him and i just think he obviously is just like so cool um dennis rodman kind of gives me pete davidson vibes he's just like very cool he paints his nails he does crazy hair he is like just doesn't really care what anyone thinks and i just love it i think he's like really really awesome so i was loving all of the profile on him i also think like it goes without saying that he is just unbelievable on the court like he is all-time greatest defensive player ever like with some of the people i was talking to about they're like yeah he's a one-trick pony though like he was just a defensive player blah 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 and i get it but he was an animal when it comes to rebounds like rebounding or like getting the ball back I was just like wow I love you and then the story about him in Vegas so what happened for those of you that didn't watch I think it was Jackson I think Jackson was the coach uh and Michael Jordan they just kind of like understood Michael Jordan was just a teammate but he understood like with a guy like Dennis Rodman you can't really like pull the reins in too tight or they'll just go crazy so they were like we have to kind of like give a little bit of freedom to him so Rodman's like I need a vacation blah 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 and the coach is like okay and Michael Jordan's like what the heck I'm the one that needs a vacation like if somebody needs a vacation it's me but like whatever fine let's give him this vacation he like understands that if he gives him this little bit of freedom he'll come back stronger than before and like he's feeling good so the coach is like okay I'm gonna give him 48 hours and Jordan was like it's gonna be more than 48 hours like I just want to warn you it's definitely gonna be more than 48 hours and the coach was like, no, it'll be 48 hours. He'll come back. And Michael's like, I promise you won't. So then it shows, like, he ends up going to Vegas. Dennis Rodman goes to Vegas. And he's there for, like, 80 hours or something. Like, it was past the 48-hour mark. And so Michael Jordan goes to Vegas and gets Dennis Rodman and is like, you need to come back to practice. Like, we need you, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it had showed that Dennis Rodman was, like, riding motorcycles. And, like, he was... um you know, just like doing all kinds of crazy stuff. It really actually, whenever Michael Jordan goes and rescues him from the, I'm saying rescue, like he was like a little lost boy out at sea. But like when he goes and gets Dennis Rodman from the um, hotel room that he was in, he was with Carmen Electra, which is like, okay, I, I like want to know more about that. But he says he, Michael Jordan's like, I won't even say what, I found in the room like the state he was in and what was in the bed and blah 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 and I was like Michael I need you to tell us what you found like I want to know I need to know what was in the bed what what he was doing where he found him I feel like I'm gonna be filing that question away for like questions you would ask celebrities because I always feel like anytime someone asks me that I'm like I literally have no clue what I would ask like I don't know what I could possibly ask that I couldn't just, like, guess on my own. Um, But this, like, really interests me. I want to know what he found. So, anyway, he finds Dennis Rodman in the hotel. He's like, you got to come back to practice, blah, blah, blah. And Dennis comes back to practice. Like, he literally comes back and he gives it his all. And he just was awesome. And so I was like, yes, it wasn't great that he left to go to Vegas for 48 hours, And really ended up being like 80 something hours. But then he came back and he gave it his all. And I was just like, I'm obsessed with you. And then there was another time when he, he like would always have these crazy hairstyles. And I was like, wow, I love this. This one looks like Cheetah. And then turns out he said it was the number three. And I think it was 33 for 
Scotty Pippen, maybe, I think. Scotty Pippen was, like, coming back to the team. I don't remember what it was, but he, I thought it was Cheetah, and it really was just the fact that he was welcoming him back, and so I'm just like, you're so cool, you love your team, you'll put the work in, you, you're, like, a normal guy that just, like, needs to have freedom, so I thought it was cool. I thought it was also cool that they, like, kind of dug into his background and, like, said who he was, who he was as a player. I love that, um, and I also just loved seeing the Pistons versus the Bulls, like, that whole, I don't even know what to call it, like, the whole, I wouldn't really say rivalry. Maybe I would. I, again, I just don't really know enough about NBA. I feel like kind of embarrassed thinking about the fact that, that my family members are going to listen to this and hear me say all these things and be like, I can't believe she just said Dennis Rodman is an animal, a defensive player, like a, a an amazing defensive player because like, what do I know? But I just, oh, Daisy was just shaking in the background if you could hear. Um, I just loved seeing the stuff with the Pistons and the Bulls and how the fact that like, ooh, when the freaking Bulls won against the Pistons and the Pistons wouldn't shake their hands at the end, I was like, this is ticking me off. So what happened, for those of you that didn't watch, it was like they the Bulls and the Pistons had played each other last year or maybe like earlier in the season, but I think it was the year before and they were like so excited to win. And then unfortunately they did lose and the Pistons were like, yeah, go home, blah, blah, blah. Michael Jordan, you're the worst, blah, 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 whatever. So then they come back stronger the next year and Michael Jordan's like, we're absolutely going to win, whatever. They end up winning. It's like this such exciting thing. And the freaking Pistons didn't shake their hands at the end. And I was so burnt up by it. I was like, that is classless and unsportsmanlike. And then Michael Jordan made a good point and he was like, do you know how hard it was whenever we had to still shake their hand? Like, I didn't want to shake their hand whenever we lost, but I did because it's just what you do for sportsmanship. And I was like, Michael Jordan, you are like such a stand-up guy. Like, it's unbelievable. And I want to say it was like, who was it? Isaiah Thomas or something? It was like, ugh, let me honestly look at this name because I want to see who it was that were they were saying like, Isaiah Thomas, I think it was Isaiah Thomas. Um, they, he's like, it was no big deal that we didn't shake their hand. It was because like when we played the Celtics, they didn't shake our hands. That's just the way it is. Like we didn't take offense. And it's like, no, that is such bull. You need to shake people's hands. Oh, I was getting worked up. And I was like, why am I getting worked up? I don't even know anything about this, but it was so good. Like I was so happy that they won. And there was also just like cool footage of, um, you know, Michael Jordan with the press or like them on their little private planes flying to places. And I just was like, I need to keep seeing more of this because it's more, I think that's what it is for me. Like it's more than just the game and watching someone play basketball. It's like the ins and outs of it, which now that I'm also thinking of it, at the very end, they talk briefly about the six or whatever they were, the like, what were their names? It was like a specific six group of guys that were all Michael Jordan's bodyguards. It was something like, why am I wanting to say like the mustache? I have no clue what it was, but, um, it was like these six guys and it was that their only duty was to watch Michael Jordan. I was like, I want to know more about them. And I want to know like, who are these guys? What was it like to watch Michael Jordan? I just, I cannot tell you enough. Like if you are not a basketball fan, 
it doesn't matter like watch the last dance it's so so good and next week I will have notes on what I want to say about the last dance because it's amazing um so now without further ado we are going to start the quarantales it's going to be all about different quarantine stories and what's happening so here we go we have on the podcast my angel Abby Everyone, welcome Abby to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. I'm literally so thrilled. I'm so thrilled to have you on. Um, why don't you tell everyone how we know each other? Okay, well, we are roommates. Um, well, we are roommates, except currently we are not technically roommates, so but that's how we know each other. Right. So we like <laughs> are living in New York. However, currently we're like separated. We're yeah. across the world. Um, honestly, what's it like living with me? I feel like we'll get into an episode <laughs> later of I'll do like a roommate episode because we got to have Kinsey on here too. Yeah. So you don't have to go too into the weeds of what it's like, but just and how we like, like met each other too. Yeah. Was... Yeah, yeah, yeah such a story shout out to your so, special mom we're yes. gonna have to just oh, definitely have that be a Cheryl. yes yeah um what's it like living with you well always an adventure always something new um super fun I'm blushing and... <laughs> I'm obsessed I have I nothing feel the exact to say for you I feel like it's always you just really honestly never know what what we're gonna do it's either you never know what we're gonna do or we're doing exactly what we always do which is sit on the couch and watch a show or watch a movie yes we are more exciting we just we like to do that yeah because we have a lot of fun and we watch a lot of things so right we gotta have our downtime um so honestly how's quarantine been for you before we get into like the crazy story what is what is life like where are you quarantined well currently I am in Kansas City with my family because as you know I left New York that second weekend of March I guess um and I was going to a wedding in San Antonio and I never returned so <laughs> currently all I have with me is just a few <laughs> pair of leggings some gowns um, right whatever happened with the gowns and you sent I them back for Rent the Runway so if like anyone is listening to this that does work for Rent the Runway um I'm really sorry because I have ghosted y'all um, and <laughs> emails because at first I emailed them and said like oh my god I was exposed I can't leave my apartment to return the gowns and I just didn't say that I didn't have like because I, right. I don't have all the bags with me and then I had the extra gowns that didn't work that are still in the apartment so there's like two gowns in the apartment then I have two <laughs> with me and then I accidentally left one in Dallas at my oh my gosh, apartment. That. oh my god yeah she's like oh yeah you left one in the closet so they're just kind of like everywhere but I figured honestly I'm doing my part because if I sent them back then someone would try to rent them and they don't have anywhere to wear them. So really, I feel like I'm just doing my civic duty. That is so true. To not true. send them back. Right. Because so. people would see the gowns and be like, I have to go to a gala. But like, sweetie, we're right. shut down. So don't even tempt yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really just kind of like protecting everyone by not sending them back. But I do have those. So it's really, that's all I have. That pair of leggings, um, a pair of jeans. And then my dad just has like a stack of 
crew neck sweatshirts that he's acquired over the years so I just keep rotating sweatshirts <laughs> every day it's like navy or gray <laughs> that actually is the best dad sweatshirts yeah. are always like worn in and delicious yes yeah so that's like really all I'm rocking and I'm just yeah I'm living in my parents basement and as I've joked with you like a year ago I was really excited to move to New York and like start my new job and new life and everything and now I'm 24 and back in my parents basement back at the parents house I really I honestly feel the same I feel like with being in the house for so long it's almost like it feels like I'm back in high school like it feels like I never even went to college I'm like losing my brain it's like yeah um and yeah what I'm so sorry were you about to say something else that's good oh no and truly nothing has been happening (laughs) yeah literally what about how long has it actually been for the gowns because I totally forgot about that extra thing has it been now seven weeks that you've had had them well I got them that Wednesday before I left so yeah I've had them like since March 10th I guess oh my gosh I don't know if that was a Wednesday or what no I mean truly I've had RTR and I just like don't yeah like I mean I'll I'll return them one day just like no one's missing them right and this is like unprecedented times nobody knows how to act so yeah getting gowns is like the farthest thing down on the to-do list oh 100 percent beyond um what have some of your quarantine staples been um well for the first like well almost pretty much the entire time because I've just been working a lot as you know like I I've just been busy working. Oh, yeah. So I, Maybe you should tell I didn't get what to what you work. do. Oh yeah. So nothing super exciting. I am a tax accountant. Um, however, I don't do people's taxes. So if you are having issues, please don't not contact <laughs> me. Um, because I do something different. Except you are uh, like definitely don't contact. But you were such a saving grace for me whenever I'd say like Abby, I'm starting this job. What box do I check? Do I say that I'm filing like this I said I'm filing like this you knew all the questions you had the answers (laughs) that's like basic tax like my basic tax knowledge yeah but that's but yeah I I unless you are a private equity firm or a hedge fund then I can help you but no probably not um yeah so I was really busy with work we didn't really change any of our deadlines so for the (laughs) like last month and a half I've just been working a lot so when everyone was posting of like being creative and I'm doing this like I was still working until (laughs) three or four in the morning and then sleeping for an hour and then getting back up and working again so um I really think if I had if like this had not happened I still kind of would have had a similar life because I just like don't see anyone right when I'm in busy season um and just like have no social life anyways so it didn't make that much of a difference with me at least you um, to be doing it in the comfort of your own home with yes. Rosie May yes so I have my dog here so truly the staple of quarantine has been my beautiful golden retriever Rosie May um that she does live with my parents because there's just no way that like that much dog and personality could have fit in our apartment Absolutely so I had to no leave way. her yeah just it's better so I left her with my parents but we're essentially the same because we both like a lot of attention. We both like just not being told what to do. And we have the same hair color. And we just True. Like kind of 
lay around we give a lot of looks like we're kind of the same so it's nice to be back with my soul sister my precious dog that is so nice and your precious yeah. mom I feel like your yes. mom if I was stapling it I mean if I was quarantining at your house your mom would be a staple oh oh she is and she like loves I just think it's funny because at first I think she was like oh my god I'm so excited you're back we're gonna do all this fun stuff and it was like <laughs> I do have a job I right. am working a lot so I think it was she had to change her expectations a little bit um and it is also fun because my dad and I are working at the same table like he's on one end and I'm on the other end so um that has been interesting and my dad he's like he's a lot like me like he is very like serious in his work but he's also just like has a funny personality um, so you think you're but funny. when he, oh, just I'm, I'm just hilarious. Stop. Um, but like when my dad's on a conference call, like no one speaks, no oh. one talks. Like it is just no. We do not mess around. But of course, when I'm on a call, like he thinks it's really funny to just <laughs> kind of like run around me and like make weird comments so that people can hear them. Of so course, that's just been such a joy such a nice thing. the prankster yeah um and yeah it's just been exciting I love it um I'm also with my quarantine with my grandparents oh, um, so it's just like a big fun time totally middle America um yeah you're honestly living the dream truly you are just like dream. quarantined with your family in the delicious beautiful backyard well, yeah. in the house, but you have the delicious, beautiful backyard. I'm beyond obsessed. Yes, um, the backyard's beautiful. What's been like a like? What's your go-to quarantine snack? Like, go-to I feel like when I think quarantine snack. staples, I'm thinking like uh, it's an absolute staple that I have chocolate-covered strawberries that are frozen, or like it's an absolute staple that I have. Oh my gosh, those delicious Snyder's pretzel, like the little. The little like um, just chunks oh, you know, of them. Whatever they're. You called. know, I don't it's like nice. the honey mustard though. I know, but I'm obsessed with them. So, what's your quarantine staple snack? Probably like goldfish. Um, <laughs> I am a child. Goldfish. I do love goldfish, but I mean, sometimes we have goldfish here. But since they haven't been keeping Brenna, who's my niece, um, then we don't really have any goldfish. But we do have bluebell ice cream. Oh my gosh. Which I have totally been missing in New York. So Delicious. and they just came out. Oh my god, you will love the one that they just came out with, the like cookie dough overload. Um, I'm freaking out. Maybe it's I have amazing. To go get that at the store. Um, and then I also just eat a lot of cuties. Like Ugh, probably like five cuties a day, which I don't know like what's your limit, like how many you're supposed to eat, but I yeah. just it probably well, is I feel five. Like, well, they're just, like, so small. And then right. it's one of those things that it's, like, they really, like, stain your hands. And not necessarily by color, but just, like, also the smell. And so once I get started, I'm, like, I just have to eat all of them right now. Right. Get and it then, out of the way. Yeah. Except I wish you could have just seen my face. Because whenever you said they stained your hand, I was, like, wait, what cuties are you eating? Because I actually <laughs> don't think I've ever had one stain my hand. I've had it stain my hand with stickiness. But like, well, yeah, I couldn't really think of. Well, sometimes I get a little orange. Hmm. That must be like a Kansas City thing. Okay. Well, they're not <laughs> grown here. They are. 
No, I said they're not girls. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh, straight from the source. Oh, you know, Citrus Palace of America. I'm dead. Um, I actually totally feel the vibe of cuties. We've been having, we've been going like overload on oranges. So like sometimes cuties, but also just oranges. And I'm freaking out over them. They're so good. Like, I feel like I'm going to come back to New York and I'm about to just be the epitome of health. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if I totally feel like that. Because I actually don't either. But I feel like I'm like, start really eating much more. On the which I'm totally veggies. like. That's what I want to do. But also, since I am with my family and like because I'm not really cooking the totally. dinners and stuff. Like the other like, day, I my don't mom have to pay for it. Right. Like my mom made chicken fried steak, and I wasn't uh, about to turn down chicken fried steak. But it was also like okay like and I had just been saying like we should you know be a little bit healthier which I do I I do like fruit smoothies with like matcha and stuff in them so I don't try and have that but when she's making chicken fried steak or like we're having chicken spaghetti or something I'm like okay no that sounds amazing and I feel like I need to immediately take back my statement on being the epitome of health because I just mean I'm going to be eating more fruits and veggies but then I think about the fact that like I'm eating so many here because I'm not paying for anything. So, like, I come here right. and it's just, like, a fruit oasis on our counter. And then I get back to New York City and I'm like, oh, wow, $5 for a bag of cuties. That's, like, a little tight for me. But, like, <laughs> really, I should just I should just get the cuties. But in terms of, like, food for dinner, no. I mean, like, we, we have, like, Brussels sprouts and, like, salad. But we are definitely taking this time to just enjoy the delicious heartiness of meals like well, maybe are. something that we'll do like when we get back that we can do like a I don't know some kind of challenge we can cook together because it that's one thing that's just hard is like cooking for yourself right oh my so. gosh that's so true um okay and final question before we get to your amazing quarantine is if you could be quarantined with any celeb who would it be I have an mm. idea of who I think you're gonna say but I want to wait and see if you say this person Okay. Which, like, of course, no pressure. Now I'm, like, forcing you to say it. (laughs) No, I think that's really hard because I could just go so many different ways. But I think someone that I I would want to be quarantined with, not just because, like, I think this person's amazing. I have so much to learn from them. But also their home is very beautiful. And so I think I would just enjoy being there as well. So I don't want them to be here with me. I want to be there okay um is Ina Garten Abigail Lynn Stanger that's exactly who I was thinking because I was like she's so funny she's cool and she makes delicious food like I just think she's incredible I saw her on her book tour last year it was truly so in awe of her and she has a really cool story and I love her husband Jeffrey and they just love her story what? I feel like I've told you before. I just don't think you've like ever been interested in her. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. What? No, I I have heard the story of you seeing her and the fact that she has the signed spatula. We have the signed spatula. Oh, yes. Oh, but I don't think spatula. I know her life story. Well, I mean, this is totally not the place to get into it, but it's yeah, just, just text like, me later and tell me. And I guess yeah, for like, all the viewers, I mean, the listeners, like, you're just going to have to Google it. Well, I mean, just a quick, like, she had a career in politics, like, she um, bought the grocery store in the Hamptons, like, just having no experience, like, she just kind of had done everything on her own, and was just really smart, and 
I like her a lot. Her Instagram is so great right now. Also, like her with that giant Cosmo. I was just about everything to ask I about want. That. <laughs> that was so funny. I love it so much. Like it was just truly incredible. She's amazing. Oh my yeah. gosh, I'm so glad I know you so well. I was like, she you has really to in a garden. Yeah. Wait. She's also, amazing. her name kind of is like in a garden. Is that garden? It's G A R T E N. Yeah, I think Jeffrey. Um, I want to say Jeffrey has a different like I. I don't know. I might be wrong about that. We'll Google it. That'll okay. be an after show Google. Um, okay, so now for everyone who has been anxiously awaiting, <laughs> I needed to kick off the quarantales with a bang of a story. And I was like, what should I do? Should I go more towards like someone who's quarantining in New York? Should I go more towards someone who's like at home? And then I was like, wait, there's such an obvious answer. And it is the story of what happened to you this last weekend. So I need you to just take it from the top and share what is the most recent update to happen in your life. Okay. Well, I think this story also comes with like a little bit of backstory. (laughs) And the backstory is, and it really, it makes, it makes a lot of sense if you know my family, but my mother who is beautiful and amazing. um, She's also a lot like me, except she's probably like, like, if you've been around me, you're like, okay, she, she's a little wild, like, a little crazy, like, in a fun way. But my mom is, like, definitely like that. And um, also has a problem with, like, being told what to do, that she can't do something, <laughs> and, and, like, being challenged and things. So my mom was 36. My dad challenged her in the front yard of her old house in Kansas City that she couldn't do a round off back handspring um and of course my mom is like he was like oh no Cheryl she can't do that she's too old like she she can't do that anymore and she said watch me and she did it um and then blew out her knee for the second time (laughs) and had surgery and all those things so that that happened when she was 36 and I was just a young child didn't didn't know what was going on well, this past weekend, I was in the yard with my family, um, and my mom, dad, my grandma was out there, and then my brother and my niece had also come by, because it was my niece's birthday, um, and they were, like, kind of in the yard, too. We were all social distancing and everything, um, but I had been doing cartwheels in the front yard with Brenna. Um, who's my niece and so I did cartwheel and um, also I was a competitive cheerleader like back in the day I'm now 24 and no longer a competitive cheerleader obviously Um, (laughs) but still just as competitive (laughs) but just as competitive Um, and so I've been doing cartwheels and I had been doing front walkovers and round offs and everything and and like as you're doing those how are you feeling you're feeling oh, so great strong so yeah like you know I do my yoga right I do my spin classes I am still I still got it like I can still do the splits and stuff like I don't know it's all it's all fine right um but yeah so like I was just in the yard doing all that so beautiful um also I just taken a nap in the yard as well like probably 30 minutes before this happened so it was just like a lot of activity to go straight from like taking a nap in the yard to then all of a sudden I'm just like 
try not to be Olympics or something in the yard. Um, And so I was out there and my family had really been cheering me on. And my mom has said like, oh, you can't do a front walkover. So I did one and she was, they're all like, whoa, yeah. Um, And so then my mom goes, well, I bet you can't do a back handspring still. And I was like, oh, I totally can. And like, I used to do them in college too, like just it's like a party trick and right I'm definitely like sometimes under the influence of just like I can do this which I think like is probably better because it doesn't make you like tense <laughs> up and stuff right um but yeah so I'm like in the yard and she was like I bet you can't do that and I was like oh I totally can so I'm out there I'm like getting ready I'm like yeah I can do this um and I did not hear my brother say I don't think you should do this my dad was silent no no okay your brother said that yeah like he said that after I called him that night he said that he said that I was like I did not hear that at all um because all I could hear was my mom saying like you can do this and or like I I mean yeah you can because she just the way that she was like egging me on I was like okay I have to do this Right. Um, but my dad was silent and then my grandmother like also was silent but she also like has a hard time seeing so I don't think she really knew what was going on like so I think like maybe she could have said like don't do this right um, but she just like wasn't fully aware of what the situation was right um yeah so I just got out there and I just really wasn't thinking a lot which as someone who like in my job and like the rest of my life pretty much thinks through everything that I do this is just not one of those times right and it's like a little shocking yeah so but I it's did also it not shocking for someone to know you on a business level I feel like it would be shocking for someone to know you on a personal level it's like of course she had to do it like there was no other option yeah because I am kind of like uh, yeah that's true because in other parts of my life I like just kind of will go off the rail that sounds so bad but it's not yeah, off the rails it's like a little dramatic okay but I'm just like I will like do... you're you're down to like be you're down to like be the life of the party well, yeah but it's like also I just like have that rebellious streak so it's like just right. want to prove people want to go do whatever I wanted yeah whatever um even if it wasn't necessarily like I'm not even sure if that's what I wanted to do but just because <laughs> because people are saying you have to you're like I do yeah I yes. I actually understand that completely yeah. yes um so I did it and I landed it but as I was doing it which and... is impressive though that you landed just honestly right. I have to give credit where credit's thank due. you so much yes it was like truly amazing because when I landed it it was funny because my whole family was like Whoa! Yeah, excited <laughs> for me because I had done it. Um, but also as I was doing it, I heard my arm just kind of like make a lot of noises that I knew wasn't good because it was only one of my arms that did. Um, and I I stood up and I was like, "Woo!" Um, yeah, not feeling great. And so I was just kind of walking around, and then <laughs> they were like, "Oh, I think." I don't know if she's okay. They're like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> um, go lay down. And so I immediately went inside to go lay down. And it was, I was like, yeah, I'm, just, I'm fine. It's fine. And 
I went in and was just kind of like, I'm not sure if I should. <laughs> I like I don't know what's going on with my arm. I was just kind of trying to move it back and forth. It definitely was hurting, but it was more of like in shock kind of thing. And like for um, you to even feel pain, I need the listeners to know, like for you to even admit that there's some sort of pain or to feel pain, that I feel like takes a lot just from the little bit of time that I've known you. Like, I feel like your pain tolerance is much higher than the average person. It is definitely high because even when I like broke my foot in high school I broke it and I like started walking on it I was like oh no it's fine and then it took like other people around me to be like okay it's not fine but I also know that comes with like being in shock on some things yeah um but definitely it's not like I was like crying and there was tears and then everyone knew I was in pain or anything it was just like I'm fine I'm gonna go sleep it off like it's okay um and so I like went inside whatever and I wasn't going to do anything. And then my mom, my mom was like, do you need eyes? Do you need blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all of the stuff. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. Um, eventually, though, I was like, okay, it's starting to swell. It's looking a little different than my other <laughs> arms. So maybe I should ice it. Um, and then my brother, who he had broken his arm like a long time ago, but he came in there and he's like, okay, so try and like hold out both of your arms and try and move them out and I couldn't do it at all and I was like trying as hard as I could and it wasn't because like I of the pain it was like I just I could not do it um and so he's like yeah I just I don't know how good that is um and so then I told my mom I was like I think maybe we should just go take it because I like go in somewhere because I think I don't want to sleep on it and because I am like a terrible like restless sleeper and so I don't want to like hurt it more my sleep or whatever like I just wasn't sure so we went to an urgent care um and we at first the the lady and they were closing like at eight so we got there like right before um and at first the nurse who was taking my x-ray she was looking at my arm and she just kept looking at it and she was like what when did you do this and I was like oh 5 30 and she goes I just don't see what the issue is and I was like okay um well if you tell me like it's spraying then it's spraying like I don't care I'll just go home um whatever and so she's like I don't know let's let's take some x-rays so it took her like an hour to take my x-rays because she just wasn't sure how to position my arm she also wasn't saying anything and so they just kept like she kept taking new ones um I'd be so stressed I would (laughs) literally be so stressed I'd be crying just from that yeah I could see that but no I mean I was just in there like it was fine but she just kept moving it around and I was like not trying to say anything because it it was a little bit uh tender as she was moving it around but it was fine um and so I get back in the room and there was a little boy in the room next to me and he had also broken his arm and I could see like I could hear the nurse in his room and being like oh we have another one too but hers is way worse than yours but no one had said anything to me yet like I didn't know at this point that I broke anything they just were like put me back in the room and so, oh my gosh, so you're finding out due to the little boy next to you getting the yes. in your arm. Yes, and like as the nurse would go out, he would like poke his head in my room and you'd be like, kind of look at me and I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, you were also you're seven and broke your arm and I'm 24 and broke Right. 
we're on the same level. Um, and so eventually they came in, told me what happened, um, that I had basically like, and if anyone is medical, will know, I am not, it, like I had basic biology and things like that. So I really didn't fully understand what they were saying to me. But um, the radius that I had broken the neck of my radius and the plate that's like in your elbow rests on your radius. And when I broke the neck off, the plate like fell down and became like impacted into my arm. Ew. Um, so <laughs> at first they were like, yeah, it's just really in there. You did a really good job. Like you had I haven't seen one of these in a while. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I like, I love to win. <laughs> I like to be special. Always. Thank you for telling me. Um, and so they were just like, yeah, but we can't really do anything because you need to go to the orthopedic doctor and they don't open until Monday. So they put me in a splint on Saturday night and I had like, it was super heavy because they had to like, completely wrapped my arm they didn't want it to move at all and I couldn't move my wrist either um so they just were like trying to keep everything tight so I had my arm in a splint Saturday night which you have now bedazzled by the way for all the viewers to know she has bedazzled her splint no well well that's no not the splint because at first my arm was in a full like they had wrapped it into a splint oh right 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 so yes a little like hanging yeah, sling. not the sling. Um, <laughs> the, the bling sling. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's literally a bling sling. Yeah, it's a bling sling. But I still kind of like the chain. And make the it chain punk. is definitely good for New York. I'll have to put a, I'll put a, a like, poll on my story. They can okay. vote what they think. Okay, cool. Um, I might just have to get two. Like, they're not. Oh, that's good. Insurance only pays for one. But, you know, they're like $5, so it's fine. It's worth um, it, definitely. Yeah, totally. Um, so I had it in the splint Saturday night, Sunday, I had to work all day Sunday. So it was just like, had my arm up on a pillow and then like my mouse hand is still fine. But when I'm typing, it's like fi- just one finger just typing. So it looks <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> and it takes me a really long time to type. And so when someone's like asking me a question and I'm like trying to respond and then they just keep asking questions. So like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you're driving me nuts. Like eventually, I was just like, "Can y'all just call me?" Because yeah, it's it's really hard. It's got to be a call. Um, I cannot be texting. Yes, so I did that, and then Saturday, and then Monday morning is when I went back to the orthopedic doctor, um, and just started explaining to medical professionals what happened is just not. I just don't love it. Um, I absolutely love it. I wish I could be there. I would be like <laughs> amping it up. They also keep asking, like, every single time they'll ask, and how old are you? (laughs) It just uh, feels like... 24, write it down. Yeah, and I can't tell if it's, like, they're asking me that after they find out what happened, or they're just, that's also, like, something they have to know, but I'm definitely have put it on so many forms, so, like, I don't know how you can know my age. Right. Um, So, that has been interesting. Also, it was just, like because the hospitals here because you're only like one person at a time so it's just me going in like my mom has to drive me drop me off I go in and just like <laughs> sat there went in there and all by myself and they're like they're very confused already because they're like wait why are you here because my insurance says like I'm in New York 
Um, oh my gosh. And so it's like this whole thing that they're like very, just very confused by. Um, yeah. So, so do you think that you're going to have to have surgery? Do you find out next Monday if you have to have surgery, if you stay in the sling? Yeah. So next Monday. So I also, when I went back on, when I went on Monday, they didn't do new x-rays of my elbow, like arm area, but they did do of my wrist. And I also tore ligaments in my wrist. Um, so I'm in a wrist brace in a sling and they said she took me out of the splint like immediately because she was like well actually we want you to try and straighten your arm a couple times a day because if you don't then you won't be able to like fully straighten it again so I have to try and like take it out of the sling a couple times and straighten it um and it's not that like it definitely hurts but it's just it's really hard to get it to be straight and I can't right because my arm is also pretty swollen like I can't even see that I have an elbow anymore it's just like <laughs> so solid. that is horrible <laughs> like it looks like I got stung by a bunch of bees like it looks so weird because it's not very bruised like it's bruised on one side like you wouldn't think no, like when I broke my foot my foot was very very bruised um right and I don't know how that works like if it's like to do with your blood supply in certain areas or what or I don't have no idea oh my gosh I don't even know Um, how you would think about that um I'm telling you you're a genius stop um and uh, yeah I'm a genius that broke her elbow (laughs) doing a backhand spring the thing that kills me through the whole thing is like your precious mother did the exact same thing and then here it is 36 years later you doing it and so I'm I was laughing whenever you told me because it's like Will you do this with your daughter one day or will this be the curse is broken? Right. Well, and it's like, if I had sat down and not done it, I would not have heard the end of it. Like, it would have been like, you could do that. Like, all night, it would have been, it would have been like, like so many comments until I would have done it. Um, And I just, so I had to do it. But yeah, so next Monday I'll go back in and they'll kind of reassess if I need surgery or not to see like where the plate is. Because right now the plate like isn't as far down for them to actually have to like go in there and surgically move it. So hopefully it'll be fine, but I will have to be like rehab. Um, and I'm they sure to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. no. I hope we don't get like fined for singing a song on air. I think if you're under a certain amount of seconds, it's, you don't. Have oh, to, that's perfect. It's like copyright. Okay, good. Good, um, good, good. <laughs> so I think we're fine. Um, also, like, yeah, I don't know if like her people are out there like listening. Oh, they're whatever. listening. They're okay. listening. That's right. You, they are yeah, listening, they're, honey. They're definitely. Listening. I am so wrong. They are listening, honey. They actually were my first subscriber. It was crazy. I was like, wait, Amy Winehouse's people? And they were like, yeah, we love you. And I was like, wow, thanks. That's amazing. Um, Really, though. She always was a big supporter for it. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so... Well, you absolutely must keep us posted for how Monday goes. Until then, you're just, like, slinging it away. Slinging it away. Slinging it away, yeah. And they, like, gave me pain meds, but I can only... They make me so sleepy, so I only take them at night. Oh, yeah. So that is oh my fun. Gosh. Um, ah. Yeah, and I'm just I'm hanging in here. It's like I mean, honestly, it is the perfect time because 
I'm home, so I have like right. people to wait on me hand and foot. Right. Um, and I mean, they were already doing that before because I am a princess and deserve. <laughs> and they it. just are so obsessed with you. They really are, like, just amazing. Um, and so, and really, like, I've been getting down to doing a lot of things one handed. Yesterday, I put my hair up for the first time, which was, and I did YouTube how to put your hair up with I would love to see your Google searches of like how to text one handed, how to put your hair up one handed, how to cook food one handed. It was really just the hair thing at first, which then I felt bad about because it was like all of these people out here like that with really like hand. just one hand and so they you know are just like doing it and I'm like I right it's been three days. Right. I can't even survive. Yeah. So, Ugh. but there's you no know, different techniques. Showering at first. Well, when I had the splint, that was hard because the whole, it was like my entire arm. So I put my arm in a trash bag, and then like took a bath. Like I was five. Um. So I'm obsessed. That was interesting. But yeah, we'll see. Like, I'm hoping that I don't have to have surgery. But regardless, it's definitely going to be like. A little bit of a long healing process um so even when I'm back in New York you will have to help me probably (laughs) so I'm obsessed I literally can't wait so it's all well you have to keep us posted on the surgery I'll definitely make sure to keep all the listeners in on it and thank you so much for sharing the first ever quarantine. I'm so honored. I'm so grateful and blessed for this experience. Um, Literally, we all are after that story. That was unbelievable. Thank you. I also just know that your fans have been just wanting to hear from me. So because I haven't been featured on your Instagram stories like I normally am. So that's so true. They're getting their Abby fill. I know. You're so welcome, everyone. You, you know. The link in the bio for my Instagram. Put it in there. (laughs) This is probably going to be my highest viewed one solely because of you, honestly. Probably. Everyone is just obsessed with you. Yes. Thank you. Um, Well, thank you guys so much for listening. You all are amazing. And until next time, be so nice to everyone you see. Keep a social distance and we will chat with each other soon.